Um, the, the concept for me is you start out life, and um, I wrote this song on my, my parents' piano. And the one I kind of learned how to play back when I was taking piano lessons before I discovered Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And they, they turned me on the, the dark side to the electric guitar for the last little while. But I'm coming back to the piano, and um, I'm thinking through all the things that have transpired in between the time when I was first banging on the piano. So this is a song where the first verse is talking about the beginning, the kind of the opening scenes of your life. The second verse is talking about the pain and the things that tear you apart. And then the, the, the resolution comes in the bridge when you come to the conclusion that um, as long as you've got a breath, as long as you're alive, there's always the possibility for redemption. Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, a fan-run and operated podcast, not affiliated with Switchfoot. Joining me on the podcast this week is Gustavo Moradel, a songwriter from Nashville. That's a great place to be for songwriters. How are things going? Hi, thank you for having me, first of all. Things are going well. It's a hot summer day in Nashville today, and uh, it's been really great. Yeah, what's your uh, experience with Nashville been? I, I've, I try to go at least once a year. I've, I'll be there in September for the uh, Switch for Concert at the Ryman, um, but like for anybody who maybe hasn't been or they want to visit like what's the what's the vibe your you know your experience with that music city yeah i think nashville i always tell people is probably the hottest city in america right now not just weather <laughs> but in general we have great food we have great sports we have great music there's so much happening in nashville and it's known for many things it's also known for the nash vegas thing and the bachelor parties but I think when it comes to music, it's there is such a historic city with so much talent, songwriters and creatives. And I constantly find myself just in awe of um, the creative environment here. I really enjoy it. And also it's a small city. You can get around easily. Uh, I moved here from Los Angeles in 2016 and um, I was used to driving for a long time. And here you can get probably anywhere within the city in less than you know 25 30 minutes so it's great i've heard some songwriters talk about how like for a while they felt kind of intimidated because of how much talent is there and then i've heard others say they lean into that they're like they're so inspired by the fact that so many amazing writers are there so um it's it's got to be a got to be a cool thing almost wherever you turn there's there's somebody with good talent that you can kind of learn from and lean on yeah, absolutely. And I think songwriting is such a unique thing and everyone has their own voice that you get to a point where you know that no matter how many great songwriters there are, you can still have room for your own voice. And so, yeah, it's it's pretty great. I love it yeah. here. Well, it's been a real joy to, to do this podcast and chat with artists and, and Switchfoot fans all, all over the world um, discussing Switchfoot's influence on their lives and their work. Uh, for you personally, what has Switchfoot meant to you? Man, Switchfoot has been such a soundtrack to my life 
for many years now. I am originally from Honduras. I came here to the U.S. when I was 12, and I didn't know how to speak English. So the reason why I discovered Switchfoot was because at the time I had a, I was learning English and I bought a CD that had a mix. It was like a bestsellers or something like that. Mm -hmm. And in the CD, I think the song Company Car was in that CD. No, sorry. It was You Already, you already Take Me There, I think. It's yeah. cool. I don't know if you remember that song. Yep. And that song was part of that CD and a bunch of other really cool, like Christian punk slash, you know, rock alternative. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how I discovered Switchfoot. But it's been a it's been a band that has been with me for such a long time now. I am 31 and I think it, it's been always with me since I discovered it. So I just love this band a lot. Yeah. So many cool stories that uh, we've been blessed to, you know, kind of have those conversations of how people discovered them. And for the majority of people, it's been just a, a long road, which has been amazing to, to hear how long Switchfoot's been with them. Um, you've decided to talk about the song Always from the Hello Hurricane album. The, the placement of this song, like right after the title track, I thought was perfect. Um, this love the piano driven uh, beginning of the song. And it's a tune that, that really takes us on a journey and it builds. And I think it's probably one of the fan favorites um, from this album. Um, I was also looking up some of the, the facts um, about the song um, here on the interwebs. Um, it says uh, it was played first time live September 10th in 2009 in Florida. Um, and then they did a radio edited version on AOL radio. They performed always on the late, late show with Craig Ferguson in 2010. It's been featured on shows, Grey's Anatomy and the Hills. It was in the official video for the iPhone five. That takes you back. Wow. <laughs> iPhone five back in uh, 2012. Um, and then it peaked at number 25 on the U S uh, Christian song billboard. So, Oh, and I actually just saw this part too. It was nominated for a dove award for rock contemporary recorded song of the year at the four, uh, 41st GMA Dove Awards. So pretty cool uh, about this song. Um, why did you end up landing on this one? Why did you choose this one to talk about? Man, here I was thinking it was an underrated song. <laughs> and you read these facts and you're like, actually, it's really, it's praised across the board. But I picked this song because, well, first of all, Hello Hurricane takes me back to my senior year in high school, driving mm -hmm. my 1992 Jeep Wrangler. It was a green, like an army green color. Um, I remember driving with the top off the Jeep and going to school, listening to Mess of Me, listening to Your Love is a Song, and songs like Hello Hurricane. Man, this album is definitely my favorite album of their entire repertoire. Like, this is the album for me. If I could only listen to one album from Switchfoot, it would be this album. I think it's a perfect record from start to finish. I think I define this album as the Abbey Road of Switchfoot, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know, in my own opinion. And I picked Always because this song, man, I get chills just thinking and talking about it. And it's super cool that I get to share this space with you and uh, speak about this song. It's a beautiful concept by the way the podcast i've been enjoying listening to the other episodes and so i picked it because well 
again, it reminds me of high school. It reminds me of um, first time being in love. Reminds me of my first heartbreak and reminds me of questioning. And a reason why I love Switchwood too is because I think it allows room for questions. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I could, couldn't speak English that much and still can't. <laughs> but, you know, I, um, I was trying to figure out who I was as an immigrant in this country. I felt like nothing belonged to me and I felt like I be- didn't belong anywhere. And if you listen to the chorus of this song, it's a mantra that repeats over and over again. And the beautiful thing about the chorus and how it repeats is that it's a reminder to yourself that you are always, the way I interpret it, obviously, to me, is that I am always a part of the bigger thing, but I'm also safe, and I also, I belong. And this song gives me that feeling of belongingness, of being a part of a bigger organism and a, a bigger thing in life and the universe. And honestly, the, the way that the first verse starts, it's the beginning of life. And then you go through teenage years, you go through adult early adult years and then you grow up you get old your voice changes your beliefs change friends move you know you move things happen and then i, I also think it touches the subject of death as well mm-hmm. and in the bridge i don't want to get ahead of myself but when he says hallelujah uh, i'm caving in i'm alive again or um all, all those chants that i really really love it's just a reminder that no matter where I end up in life, the the the, the storyline remains the same, and I, I still feel like I can belong anywhere. So yeah, this song is very meaningful to me. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I would actually agree with you that I do think it still is underrated, despite all those stats. Um, I think they got a they got a bunch of songs that were on charts and up for awards and stuff, but maybe don't get talked about as much as the others. And I think for a lot of the long time, you know, diehard fans, they would. Um, they would list this one as like, like, don't forget about always. And, and you mentioned that bridge. I think when people talk about these amazing bridges that John writes, um, that one um, seems to come up a lot as well. I've seen a lot of people even tweet and quote it, like even famous uh, musicians, um, they would, uh, they would tweet those lyrics, which was amazing. Um, but I found this is actually a really lengthy uh, quote from John Foreman about the song. So I thought, I would kind of break it up into, into three different parts because if I read the whole thing, it would take a while. But um, I'll get your thoughts on kind of each little section here. And some of it, he alludes to some of the things that you were talking about, why it meant so much to you. So the first first uh, paragraph, John Foreman said, I am continually searching for meaning in my life. Why am I here? Why is there so much pain? This cold, dark stream of sorrow runs through my life. Why does it run alongside of the warm, beautiful waters of joy and beauty? Why do the two rivers collide and intertwine, the dark and the light, the death and the life? Most of my songs become outlets for these questions. The music becomes place for the cognitive dissonance to chew away at something. The music becomes a place to sort through the dark and the light. I love crosswords, Sudoku, solitaire, games with a simple victory that allows me a momentary thrill of setting the world right. But song... Uh, songwriting feels like a similar discipline to me a puzzle of letters of math theory and rule expression and passion that's beautiful i love that this thing too is you know for anyone like yourself as a songwriter and also just 
someone who's reflective about life. Like it, it's just like this band checks all the boxes of, of what you're looking for. And they can, you know, able to express the things that you sometimes wish you could express or in different ways. But, you know, think about how much of their messaging is about, you know, beauty and pain, you know, beautiful letdown, vice versus, you know, singing into storms. Like it's just amazing. Or even, you know, the fading West documentary, when he opens with the quote saying, like the ocean is the beautiful, dangerous place. Like it's kind of like life. Right. You know, like this, this, so, so much beauty and so much pain parallel where we live. Um, it's just very, very cool. And, you know, as you mentioned too, like how it's impacted you, I've really learned in my life that almost every season, every stage of life, there's pros and cons to everything. So like you're going to miss certain things, but you're going to gain new things. Yes. And, and that, that, you know, made me think of that when it comes like, it is always yours. I'm always yours. Like just that, um, that kind of stilling, like calming, uh, message. Yeah. It's like a mantra. And I absolutely love the fact that this song can mean different things to me, depending on what stages of life I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, I just had a daughter. Well, my wife just had a baby. We had a baby last year and she's almost two. And this song means even more to me when I see it through the perspective of me telling my daughter, no matter what happens in life, I'm always going to be here for you. Yeah. And you always have a safe space in my heart or wherever I am, not only physically, but also emotionally. And you know how the verses, the first verse opens up with, this is the start. This is your heart. You know, this is the day you were born. It's, the, it's what's been given to you by the universe, by God, by life. This is the sun, you know, the bigger picture. These are your lungs. This is what you can do with the things that have been given to you. And then the second verse, you know, where it talks about the scars, it makes me think of people who, who've been through trauma. I've been through so much trauma in my life. As an immigrant, I crossed the border illegally, swam the Rio Grande, and I did all these things. And I didn't understand at the time how traumatic these things were. And so looking at the second verse, I do have a lot of scars. And you know how John says, I don't have any tattoo or the only tattoos I have are my scars. And I, I can relate to that because I don't have tattoos either. But also if I had a tattoo of a quote, it would definitely be every sec every breath is a second chance. That's um, that's a lyric from the bridge of the song. And so, yeah, looking at the song now, I've been doing my homework and just listening to the song, different versions before, you know, I, I got on to talk to you and I, I I feel, I feel like this song has taken a different meaning since my daughter was born as well. So it's pretty sure. awesome, dude. It's really awesome. Transcends. Yes. I I saw that one of the videos when John um, was doing like the live from home thing, he, um he mentioned that, he wrote the song before he had kids, but then it just took on a whole new meaning when he had his own kids. And he joked that now they don't want to hear him sing so much, but he's going to sing it anyway. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. My daughter only wants to hear the wheels on the bus and yeah. the itsy bitsy spider, you know, <laughs> so I get that. Yeah. Well, part two of that quote talks about that as well. He said that the lyric of this song attempts to start at the womb and follow a human soul through life. And so it begins. The heart beats, the eyes open, breath floods the lungs for the first time. What incredible experiences, what extraordinary sensations. I wanted to write this from a father's perspective, 
from the eyes of the father of life. One look into the eyes of his son and the father is smitten for life. The possession that the young infant has over the father is complete, always yours. The second verse speaks of the pain. This pain is always with us. We're born into a world of pain, pain of losing a child, pain of rejection, racism, fears. These experiences rip us to pieces. Wow. Yeah. Beautifully said. As always, John Foreman has a way with words. And it really inspires me. Has always been inspiring. And I love the, like when you get a, hear that messaging and he's like, you know, yeah, take it however you want it, but how, you know, how this kind of was birthed, um, like the story behind it is always great. And um, the uh, next part, I guess, I mean, I guess the whole quote goes together, but um, he said, everyone feels pain. And I look to those who have been through more pain than I will ever know. And let's see, you talked about uh, the memories, the pain, the scars. These are yours. The things that you and I have lost, they're yours and they have meaning. They can never be the ultimate meaning in our lives, but let these scars drive us towards turning suffering into human achievement and accomplishment. So yeah, okay. great, great perspective of, you know, like people say, like, don't ignore your scars, but, you know, show them as proof of healing. Yeah. Which has always stuck with me. It makes me think of, uh, I don't know if you've seen the, the Lord of the Rings, the part where Frodo tells Gandalf, I wish none of this happened to me and I wish things were different <laughs> or I wish I would have never left the, the Shire, you know. And he says to Bilbo, sorry, to Frodo, Gandalf says to Frodo, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that, the time that has been given to us. It makes me think of what you're talking about, about these cars, right? Because I wish some of these cars never happened to me. I wish mm -hmm. the trauma never happened to me. I wish certain things that took me to, to, to a painful place never happened to me. But that's not for me to decide anymore because that's in the past, right? Yeah. But I can decide to bring a beautiful story based out of what life has basically brought to me and create something beautiful with it. And honestly, it reminds me, too, of uh, the concept of heavy and light. My friend uh, Jamie Torkowski does an event. I don't know if you're familiar with heavy and light, but yeah. John Foreman has played there uh, sometimes. And um, this concept, I, I always found it fascinating because life is heavy and life is also light. You have strawberries, ice cream. You have death. You have mourning. You know, you have the birth of a child, you have the barrier of a person or the barrier of a person. And so holding this whole universe with heavy and light, it, it's it's a complex thing for sure. And I think Switchfoot songs always encompass that. And it's a, honestly, Tyler, it's a shame that Switchfoot has been put in a box as a Christian band or as a, you know, Christian musicians making music because I, I feel like the, the, the world in general would appreciate these songs more if it wasn't placed under that category of Christian music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think that Hello Hurricane, for example, could compete with very famous albums of other bands who are not necessarily believers. Um, but again, it's definitely limiting. But nevertheless, I think these songs are forever beautiful, if I can say it that way. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've 
they've kind of fought back against that their entire career. And, and, uh, you know, I remember John saying, I'm, I'm a Christian by faith, not by genre and, uh, Correct. not, not being put in boxes and, um, singing wherever they could take the message and telling the truth. And, um, it's always been fascinating to watch as well. Um, and then he mentioned that last part of the quote, when it gets to the bridge, he said, the bridge in the song is the acknowledgement of my own shortcomings. Wow. As a man born into beauty and pain, there's a moment of surrender where I lay down my life. This is a free action, a gift, just as the Father's love was given to me. This became my response, a simple surrender to the infinite maker of the finite, acknowledging that I need his love. Uh, the meaning in my life is often found in surrender rather than mastery. Right. I was thinking that how he he always personalizes the lyrics. Like there's so many songs that he'll be singing about something and then he'll put like his own life into it. And this, I think this goes for anything, whether you are listening to like um, even a, a pastor or a speaker at a conference or like a, um, even a comedian or like anybody that has a stage, if they're talking at you, it feels disconnected. If they're talking like to you or like, to relate and receive it and i think john and switchfoot do that with their music like they make you feel like you're part of it like they're going through something with you and it's not like hey you need to do this but it's like hey we you know we all struggle let's struggle together kind of thing yeah and ultimately that's what life should be about it should be music in general should be about bringing us together as a human race and it's the beauty of music as well and even the word hallelujah, I was thinking, as you were saying, um, it's also a word that means the same in every language that you say it. You know, I speak Spanish as my native tongue, and hallelujah means the same. I didn't have to translate that when I was younger. And it's more of a shout, exclamation, maybe a prayer. It could be a praise. Like the, the word hallelujah could be interpreted in so many so many ways it could be a cry for help mm -hmm. could be a cry for celebration or a, a joy or rejoicing it's so much to a word and i think it encompasses what the song also means yeah it's just truly beautiful this this the more i look at it the more i look at, at the lyrics and and the music which we haven't even spoken about the production as much but i, I think this song is definitely top three best songs that in my opinion from swishwood and, and that's a really hard thing to to do, you know, because they have so many great songs. But to me, at least, this has definitely has to be in the top three. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. I'm I'm one of those people that like when I try to make a list, even the albums or the songs, I'm like, well, how you know, how am I feeling this week? <laughs> what am I feeling this week? Is it so many right. things? But this one is consistently up there. Um, it's one that I would show. Just about anybody, if I'm showing them this band, um, it's one of the ones I would turn to. Um, I, I thought this would also be kind of fun just because of like, you think of how negative online stuff can be and like, don't read the comment section and all of that. <laughs> when I went to this song on YouTube, this overwhelming positive response that I just felt like I wanted to share some of these comments and, and some are recent, some are from many, many years ago, but it's just kind of fun to see people's reactions from over the years about this particular song. Um, and uh, one of them says, I uh, says, I don't see how anyone could not like this. I love it. What a testimony. 
Um, this one says, almost forgot about Switchfoot, but they've always been the best at making songs that make me feel more relaxed in life. Aaron Thomas says, this was played in the delivery room when my first daughter was born. So many powerful memories. Uh, Jared Erickson said, this song was one of my favorites and I completely forgot it for years. The line, every breath is a second chance, popped in my, my head and I sat here reflecting on celebrating my birthday and thinking about how every birthday represents a new chance to live. Uh, especially after all we went through in 2020 and the depression I personally suffered within that year. So these are also people from all different countries, all different States. Um, this one says their songs are so good. And one of the things in life that makes me think of good times in life. Um, and I like this one too. It says after seeing the cloudless sky outside at 3am, I suddenly thought of this song. It's been years since I've heard of it. I couldn't remember the name, but YouTube could find ways. This song is really perfect to listen to when you're out driving at dawn, too. And then there's beautiful. even one that says, the song makes me weep. How can they rip out your heart and make you love it at the same time? <laughs> yeah. I think the, sensitive, the sensitivity of the writer, in this case, John, I, I believe he wrote it himself. Um, you have to be in touch with the universe, in touch with nature, in touch with yourself, in touch with God to write such a beautiful song. Um, and that's where I, I think of all the quotes from famous songwriters who say that they don't know where songs come from. And I get it, this song, the melody, the way that he sings it as well. Because I, I think this song in particular, it matches his voice. Obviously, he wrote it, but I, I think you wouldn't want to hear a cover of this song because it uh, to me the song I have to hear it in John's voice and it's just it it, it just destroys me in a good way when I hear yeah. him shout you know hallelujah or the, the 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 shouts at the end of the song are so beautiful with the background vocals from the other boys uh, the other dudes in the band and just so it's so wonderful it's a, yeah it's a wonderful song it's fun to take a trip down memory lane with some of these tunes, whether they're newer or older. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoy also hearing the different perspective from people and how it's touched them and, and what it's meant to them. So um, any other uh, thoughts about the song always? I think more than anything, I'm just incredibly grateful to Sushwood for everything that they have put out this past, what is it, 30 years or, or so? And um, no, not 30 years, right? That's that's too much. Uh, <laughs> 20 years, I don't 25, know. 25, I think. 25, yeah. Yep. And more than anything, I'm grateful that these songs remained in, in a special place of my heart and grateful for artists who are willing to go deeper, dig deeper into songwriting, production. And I'm sure you've seen the documentary of Hello Hurricane and how difficult it was for them to create it to to put out this record the band was struggling at the time and it was a, a really painful record for them to make i believe they had just built their own studio in san diego at the time so thinking back on this record thinking back on this song all i can say is i'm so grateful for artists who push through the hard times and embrace the hurricane instead of hiding out and so it takes a lot of bravery and vulnerability to sit down and or to grab a microphone and say these things and so mm -hmm. forever grateful for the vulnerability of the artist and the heart of john and the heart of the, the band and entire band of course 
um it's a, something i'm grateful for it's great dudes absolutely well said what's uh what's next for you you've had a had a single not too long ago come out and what's what's coming up for your endeavors thanks for asking man um just releasing music right now but i like i said i my daughter was born last year or in 2021 wow time really flies hmm. so i've been focused on that on just you know being there for my daughter and spending all the time that i can and so i haven't been doing doing music as much but i will be releasing new stuff that i did before my daughter was born in the next few months and so yeah if you want to find out more uh you know you can find me at, anywhere online as gustavo moradel and uh yeah it's um it's been an honor. Thanks so much for asking about that as well. This is a song called Always. This is a star. This is your heart. This is a day you're born. This is a sun.
Thank you.